Warning, ProTri News is a podcast with different opinions, knowledge and possibly fake news about triathlon racing. This is not for the faint of heart. If you get offended or hurt by what is said, please stop listening and go listen to some uplifting meditation music or just go work out, then try again. to a new episode of Pro Try News. This is part two of the uh, race week series. Um, we're just going to cover a couple races that we've missed over the last um, two weekends because we are so hyper-focused on Ironman World Championship in St. George. If you didn't get the chance, be sure to go back and listen to that episode from our debrief. Um, so let's kick it off with 70.3 Majorca. Um, we had a little drama in this race. Uh, William Minson won first place after Yuri Colin was disqualified for drafting penalties. Um, second place, we had Clement Mignon. And third place, we had Nicholas Mann. For the women's race, you had Emma Pallant-Brown take a victory over Nicholas Beard by about two minutes. And then third place was Chelsea Sodaro. Um, Emma's won now back-to-back weekends after also winning Challenge Riccione in Italy. So she's feeling red hot going into the um, challenge championship in Samarin. So be on the lookout for her racing there in two weeks time. We also had the super league race in Singapore. First place was Hayden Curry. Second place, Hayden Curry, Hayden wild. Second place was Alex Yee. And third place was Jusis Nishlag. And then for the women's race, we had first place. Um, how do you say her first name? Chelsea, you know, I don't Bragmire from Hungary and second place was Beth Potter and third place, Georgia Taylor Brown. So that concludes the um, super league championship series, which is now a first time esports world champion in Alex D and Beth Potter. So congratulations to them. Um, they're both also racing Yokohama this coming weekend. So that'll be exciting to watch Ironman Australia, which Beth was at. Do you want to give a quick debrief from that race? Beth? Oh, um, yeah, I'll try to be quick because I know we've got so many to talk talk about. But um, yeah, Tim Van Berkel won for the men. He just was strong start to finish, but he, you know, had the fastest run for sure. He was not leading off the bike. Actually, I'm like having trouble remembering now. Maybe you should refresh me. I think it was it was Josh Hamburger and him coming off the bike and then Josh faded around the first 10K maybe. And then Tim was able to take the lead and kind of go on to take the victory. And that correct. was Australian nas- national champs, correct? Yeah, I, I, well, I didn't know about that. So I'm not sure if that's the case because maybe it was for age groupers. But for the pros, Ironman Cans coming up in June, that's going to be the um, Oceana like, championship. So I wouldn't really, I don't really know. Maybe it was like a Australia title. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And then uh, for the women's race, Sarah Corrales was able to take the victory a little bit closer probably than I think she would have hoped for, um, yeah. but she won what nonetheless. Was, yeah, one of the really interesting things is Beck Clark, who's another New Zealand very underrated athlete. She She's a very strong swimmer, and she actually went off course on the swim about 200 meters um, and only lost the race by a minute or two. So it was a lot closer than I think Sarah was expecting. Beck and Sarah both 
um, came out of the swim together, rode pretty much together the whole race. And then Beck was just trailing Sarah by about a minute the whole race. The rest of the women's field was pretty far behind. Wow. Crazy. Uh, we also had St. Anthony try. We had Matt Sharp on post-race while we were in St. George. So um, be sure to check out that episode. It was kind of short and sweet. and He gave us his kind of uh, perspective of what happened during that race. It was a three-way sprint finish. Uh, first place was Matt Sharp. Second place, Matt McElroy. And third place, Ben Canute. Mac, Matt McElroy finished the race and had no fluids on the bike. Still ran sub 30 minutes after coming back from injury. So um, definitely a maximum effort from him. He is also racing Yokohama this coming weekend. So be on the lookout for that. And then Paula Finley returned to victory lane over Amelia Watkinson and Amy Sloan in the women's race. Um, so always good to see Paula back in the winner's circle. How'd I do? Really well, Great. Kyle. Amazing work, actually. Perfect. You want to move on to Yokohama? Sure. Yes, I think we'd love to, especially Talbot. Okay, so after a long last, it's finally come that we have a World Triathlon Championship Series race again. The last one would have been Abu Dhabi back in November um, as the grand final. So it's actually a pretty big string of these formerly known as WTS, now WTCS races. Um, anyways, they're in Yokohama, which a year ago was kind of that last selection race before the Olympics, which we were all pretty excited about um, this year. On the women's side, it's not quite a full start list. A few people have been taken out by training group COVID outbreaks, including number one seat-ranked athlete, Summer Rapsport from the U.S. Um, another one who's a notable a notable person who is also out is Jessica Learmonth, who I'm not exactly sure what happened, but it looked like she sustained a hip injury at the Super League in Singapore. So those are two pretty dominant swimmers that we will be missing in Yokohama. Um, there's, I guess without them, there's definitely still a, a pretty strong front group of swimmers. We've got Kingma, Flora, George Taylor Brown, Kassan. So it will be interesting to see kind of how that race unfolds. I guess last year was the nib show. She kind of rode through everyone and um, cinched her Olympic spot with a pretty dominating performance there. But Yokohama does often come down to a run race in many years. It's just a pretty flat course with a lot of turns that oftentimes comes together. So I guess my prediction would be in the men's race, that's probably more likely. I think I'm going to guess that Nib and Duffy and maybe one or two others get away. Um, but yeah, any thoughts, anyone? It just looks like a really strong start list. I mean, I, I just see the start list online and I'm seeing all, you know, Taylor Nib and as you said, Georgia Taylor Brown, Flora, like Beth Potter, Sandra Bogren, Taylor, like just so many. So Taylor Spivey, it's just going to be really exciting. I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm excited too. Because last year there were like people missing, right? Definitely. There were people missing. So last year and this year as well, there's kind of a bit of a bubble situation to get there. I know yeah. that all the athletes this year had to get visas and it's definitely a process to get yourself to Japan. Um, it's a little easier than it was a year ago. I think they've relaxed a bit, but it's definitely not something that you can just roll into as you could in 2019. Um, 
but yeah, I think if I had to pick my my women's podium, I'd probably go Flora Nib and some fast runner potentially Beth Potter or Cassandra Bogron. Mm. Nice. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna go with strong. I'm gonna go with Flora for the win, and then I'm gonna back it up with some strong runners, Cassandra Bogren and probably Beth Potter. Given that it might be a little rainy, they might not be able to get away on the bike, so they might have a little bit of a bike pack coming into transition. Mm, they're yeah, but they're so strong. I yeah, I'm going Flora, Taylor Nib, and Georgia Taylor Brown. But there's so many. Those are very solid choices. Um, just to give everyone a little more context, who maybe doesn't exactly know how this series works. So this is kind of a weird year. This is the 2022 World Series for uh, World Triathlon actually started back in September. So the first, I believe its first two races have already happened. Those were Hamburg and Abu Dhabi. So that's mm-hmm. kind of why if you look at the numbered start list, you might see bigger names that are, lower down in the rankings um just because those people maybe opted to skip those late 2021 races that are counting for 2022 so the way it works is your best four scores plus the grand final will contribute to your overall series score Um, and i do believe there are 10 total events that you can choose from chengdu was just pulled off the schedule last week but they did add another one that's uh cagliari in italy um but something that is also interesting to note is that Yokohama is one of only a few Olympic distance. Uh, so we won't see another Olympic distance till I think Bermuda in maybe October. Um, and those Olympic distance are worth full points. The sprint being worth 75% points. And then the Montreal Eliminator Super Sprint format is actually, uh, I was told today, worth 87.5% points because wow. it is a two-day race. Okay, so this so Yokohama will be weighted a bit heavier than some of the other races, which is why some of these women may have sat out a couple of the previous races. That's correct. And I think we don't usually have to wait all the way until May for the first um, World Series race. It's often in March or April. So this has been kind of a long wait. So I would imagine most of them are itching to get going. Um, But just yeah, quickly to address the men's race too. uh, another very heavy start list. We see people like Yi and Hayden Wild coming off of Super League. Um, Vincent Louis there, Martin Van Riel coming off of pretty big training blocks. We saw people like Martin Van Riel dabble in 70.3. Um, some other Tyler people to. Mislachuk. Yep, Tyler Mislachuk, um, Americans, Matt McElroy, Kevin McDowell, Seth Ryder. Um, a few people that are not there that we might expect are Morgan Pearson, who was on the podium last year. He's out with a little injury. Also, Yella Heens, who has won World Series, is coming back from injury. Um, but yeah, there are some, like we talked about in our little World Triathlon Series preview, people who might be ones to watch. Um, a name I might throw out there is Vasco from Portugal, who's been training with Vincent Louis for the past few months. So we'll see how he goes after that stint. Nice. But. Question um, about Javier Gomez. Is he still, um, and Mario Mola, are they still doing Olympic distance or, I mean, not Olympic, you know what I mean, WTCS races, or are they focused on longer stuff? Um, Mario Mola, I think 
I, I, neither one of them are racing in Yokohama. I think Mario's partner, Carol, has either just had a baby or is about to have a baby. So what? I'm not really sure, yeah, what their plans are or what his plans are for um, racing this year. It's, it seems like he may be taking a break. I don't know if that's a permanent break. And Gomez, we haven't seen in one of these in a little while. No. Um, Kyle and Talbot, you could probably tell me better what he's up to. I think that Gomez uh, said that maybe after the Olympics that he was done and full on to long course. I could be corrected on that, but I believe he did say that. But something to note in this race that will be interesting um, is that if you don't, if you do remember, uh, Javier Gomez won the WTCS World Championship and then five days later raced in the 70.3 World Championship and then won that in Chattanooga, which is similar to what, and that was five days later because of time change and Saturday to a Sunday, Saturday to Saturday race, which Flora uh, is actually doing the same thing this weekend. Chelsea, give us a little insight on that. Yeah, I um, just saw Flora last week. I got the chance to go out to Boulder and put her, like make her suffer a little bit with some runs. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, she is racing Yokohama this weekend, which is Saturday in Japan, but it's Friday night USA time. And then a week later, it's actually just over a week, she'll be racing a 70.3 Chattanooga. Um, it's actually on Sunday. So I guess she does have about eight days in between, which is a nice way to break that up. But it does require a travel from Japan to Boulder for a few man. Yeah. Back to Boulder for a few days and then out to Tennessee. Oh, so. she's gonna go back to Boulder. Yep. Wow. You got to go home and get your, uh, get back to your life, you know? Yeah. And Boulder and Chattanooga aren't that far away. It makes sense to show up there a bit late, especially for a 70.3. You don't need to be there too early. Yeah. yeah. But she's, she's been riding a combination of time trial and road bike over the past few months, kind of preparing for both of these racing tracks, um, side by side. So I think she'd like to secure a 70.3 world spot in Chattanooga. And um, yeah, probably just bag that and then focus on the series until St. George rolls around again. And we will oh. not see the uh, Norwegians, I believe, at any of the World Series short course races this year as they focus 100% on long course. Outside really? of wow. um, one World Cup in Bergen, I believe. Isn't that right, Chelsea? Yeah, the f- inaugural Bergen World Cup will be i think in august and i'm sure gustav and christian would not miss that for the world um i'm sure they're probably designing a very punishing course but (laughs) i guess like flora and bermuda they have to be there right they must be there i guess the reason it is significant that i mean there will be other norwegians in the world series it's only those two that are sitting out but they're often um maybe guys that come out mid to back of the pack in the swim and serve as they kind of ride very hard and ride swimming stragglers up to the main group to create a pretty big group. So it will be kind of fun to watch um, the series this year without that Norwegian influence that has for the past few years enabled Yi and Hayden Wild, who maybe weren't swimming front group to have i guess be in the mix at the beginning of the run and the lack of the norwegians might help people like a vincent or a martin van real or conics or yeah some of those stronger swimmers nice, nice. let's and dive into 
Oh, go for it. I'm, I'm I just since I have Chelsea here, I like to ask these questions. So for what about the I know Alistair's moved on from short course, but is Johnny what's he doing? Um, Maybe injured. Johnny. I don't know. He's not on the list for Yokohama. Mm. Does he already have a Commonwealth Games? Slot, though? I yeah. think he does. Oh, and yeah. that's the other Commonwealth thing. Games year, isn't it? It is a Commonwealth Games year. And that's the other thing I forgot to mention is I think there are a few op- opportunities for some countries to qualify um, for Commonwealth Games. I know Australia has a chance. There's an opportunity at Yokohama. I think Great Britain, who has already selected, or for England at least, um, GB races separately, Scotland, England, whatever other entities of that nation exist. Um but England has already selected Sophie Caldwell and Georgia Taylor Brown. So I think Leeds is where they are giving way to their final automatic spot. I, I had a chance to chat with Alistair about that. Cause I asked if he would ever go back and he said, no. Also, if you don't recall in a couple of interviews, Johnny said that he was done after the Olympics and he was going to go full long course. But I think after the gold medal, uh, relay performance that they had. He really enjoyed it, and um, I think that he will stick around, attempt to make the, um, from what Alistair said, will attempt to make the relay team again for Team GB and attempt to go back to the Olympics one more time and in the um, relay. Is there a relay in Yokohama? There's not. The first relay will be in Leeds. So there's a Leeds relay, a Montreal relay, and a Hamburg relay, but just to, they need more relays. Yeah, we would love more relays. Just to add on to the Commonwealth Games Brownlee conversation, the Commonwealth Games is in Birmingham, not Birmingham, England, not not Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama, as Talbot actually thought it was. <laughs> no, Talbot. Yeah, that's not a joke. <laughs> but that's that's true. <laughs> a, a home Commonwealth Games in England would definitely be very enticing for. Brownlee, I would imagine. So, and, and I, I, yeah. I think he already has a spot. I just can't confirm it, but I would think both him and Yi have a spot for England. Yeah. I'm most excited for Yokohama. Um, also important to note that Australia has five men and five women doing this race, so I think they have the most out of every any country. Um, I think, and maybe I, that's if they're qualifying, as as she was saying. Right, and we're besides seeing- other than Japan, the home country, obviously. And we're seeing a new and revamped triathlon Australia. I yeah, think exactly. They had some uh, administration turnover, as did a few other countries after. Oh. This is kind of our first look at what WTS or WTCS could look like um, for the future. So Yes. And, and our- Olympic qualifications are going to start soon, too. Yes, that was what I was just going to say. Uh, first race in the period, which is two weeks after Yokohama, but it will run from whatever that date is in May until two years after that, May 2024. Um, the first race will be the World Cup in Narzakena, in which is in Italy, a very hard course. So I think we'll be a, see a pretty heavy start list there as people begin chasing those Olympic points. I can't believe we're already talking about Olympics again. It's crazy. Crazy. Should we move on to the PTO race? Yeah. Let's do it. PTO race. Oh, the LA Triathlon? Yes. LA Triathlon. Yeah. So this next week is the 
Herbalife PTO Pro. Might have lost you, Talbot. It was a slow fade. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dwindle down. It was um, Goose Off Eden, Lionel Sanders, Sam Long, Daniel Backegaard, Holly Lawrence, Sky Munch, and Heather Jackson. Munch. Um, Munch. 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 Oh my God. I forgot. I'm done. Um, Goose Off Eden uh, did drop out. Uh, there is celebrities in the race. It looks like that they didn't too many celebrities uh and this is in partnership with the caf foundation so cf caf athlete will do the swim they'll pass it to the relay team so that's a separate race um on the other side there is going to be a uh pro race um i'm trying to look for the start list i had it pulled up a little bit yeah, ago, geez, but I don't know where it's at. Kyle, you've linked the start list wrong it's throwing me i know i'm sorry i just think <laughs> I, just one, one, I can't google myself i need to be fed this information <laughs> One person on the start list that will be very interesting, uh, first name that comes to mind, is Sarah True. She was out at St. George with the Zwift Pro Tri Academy, um, which is pretty interesting. Which I mean, well, it's just cool that she's back racing again. So that's really, really cool to see. But um, pretty pretty good start list, though. I mean, there's a bunch of athletes on here. Uh, there's Steve McKenna on here from um, – the kind of Australia, Aaron Royals on here. Did Matt McRoy ever make his name over to the list, Kyle? No, because he's going to be racing Yokohama. Oh, okay. Uh, and Kevin then... Collington, Kyle Buckingham, Sam Appleton. Uh, yeah, just Ari a Clow. pretty stacked little field. Yeah, Ari Clow. Exactly. Two Australians. Two Australians. Sam Appleton said he's going to be heads down uh, training for Ironman Cans, and then. Um, Unfortunately, Aaron Royal is working on some passport visa um, stuff for him getting married to non-Stanford later on in the year. So he said he hasn't got his his new passport yet, so he won't be able to make the trip as either. So, got it. Um, so I did just find the start list. I saw Kat Matthews is on there, but is she not racing? Does anyone know? Not racing. Can you okay. imagine? Are you sure she's not racing? I heard that she wasn't. I heard she's flying home tonight. Back to GB. Oh, I wonder why her and Mark were on different flights. So the first time Mark flew out yesterday. Mark. Yeah, I think she's coming home, unfortunately. But this is a oh, massive prize yeah, purse. She, she, she was on it, sorry, probably prior to sub seven. So I think she's probably going home to yeah. get ready for that sub seven. Sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, these starless change. So who knows who's actually going to show up. But um. Yeah, I saw you wrote down Amelia Watkinson. I think she could do really well. And she's one of our Win Republic athletes. So I'd love to see her do well. Um, but I, I think Sarah True is going to do great. Um, she has she had a baby. It's her first race back after baby. And she has taken it, not slowly. I don't know how old Hawken is now, but she's been very reasonable about it. But I think very smart. And she's always been a very smart athlete so, and fast. So I'm excited to see what she does. I'd like to talk about the prize purse. I mean, it's a hundred thousand dollar prize purse. First place gets nine grand. Second place yeah. seventy five hundred, and third place six grand. So, and it pays all the way down to fifteenth place. So, and it's Olympic distance, right? So that's a good, a good bang for your two hour. Yeah, yeah that's huh. a lot of money. A lot of money per hour. Should we go race? You Chelsea, should. you could go race easily. You still have your elite license. Do yeah. it. I'm just not prepared. 
<laughs> just not prepared. Funny, funny note on that with PTO having big start list. If you place fourth place at the PTO tour, um, whether it's in Edmonton or Dallas, you will make more money than placing second place at the Ironman World Championship. So fourth place at those races will make more money than what Lionel made getting second. Isn't that just mind-boggling at an Ironman World Championship? I guess it's not too mind-boggling, but um, it's more so sad. But uh, it's good. It's good that our sport is heading in that direction. Yeah. Kind um, of a pseudo side bet we've had on the podcast was Talbot and Mark's bet with Kat and Lionel. And funny enough, they both got second at World Championship. So yeah. you guys might have to roll your True. bet to Kona. Yeah. True. True. We never bet on we never bet on Kath though. I just bet with him on Alistair. So uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um one more notable woman on that the LA Triathlon start list is Heather Jackson and Herbalife is like her biggest sponsor. She always does this race, so it's it's a big deal for her. I mean, I know it's gonna be a hard turnaround from um St. George, but she'll be motivated to fight for every place. So I think she'll probably she could make it on the podium. I was, um, I was, I'm with Caden Lietto and him and I are staying at this, uh, the Virgin Mobile Hilton Cheerio Resort, Cheerio Resort in Vegas. And we're having breakfast this morning. And then Heather walked in and just sat down right next to us. And we were like, Hey, she's like, Hey, are you guys just blowing time for LA? We're like, yep, same here. So we had a chat, but, uh, to fill in on that, she has so many media commitments that they actually moved her from they moved her from the pro race to the like celebrity race. So she's partnering oh. with a CAF athlete. Sorry, I missed that. Got it. Oh no, she no, no. She she's on both start lists though. Okay. Uh, which is cool. Her CAF athlete that she's working with is Chris Hammer, which Chris Hammer is the first ever paraplegic triathlete to become a pro triathlete. Uh he got his pro card actually in augusta he only has um he has a hand but i believe is missing his fingers and um is still qualified to be a professional triathlete he also he also recently started training with the project podium guys did he really yeah in arizona wow that's awesome so that's all i had I also believe um, Amy Dixon, she's a fan of the podcast. She's racing as a challenged athlete as well. She's on the 2020 U.S. Paralympic triathlon team. So best of luck to her. And oh, Amy. Whichever pro she's, she's going to pair with. Yeah. So. Well, I think that's it. Does well, anyone awesome. have anything else? No. Nice. Nice to see well, you again. It's good to see you guys again. Love it. So Ooh. be sure um, – I already said it in part one and Pat kind of drove it home. Be sure to go get your winter public gear. Uh, 15% off. We'll link pro try news 15 pro try news 15. So be sure to go and get your winter public race belt. And if you want a nice little kit as well, be sure to use that. So thanks guys for tuning in. We'll talk to you later. Thanks guys. See you soon.